Well, hey, everybody. Back in the studio with Sav and Moo. Hey, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Golf WRX, Wisdom in Golf. This is Perfect Imperfections podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, my head's still spinning from last week, Sav. Oh my week. gosh, we uh, from beginning to end, it's been uh, one heck of a ride. We arrive uh, at uh, in Porto Vallarta, and um, the uh, resort actually, I, 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 we could call it a collection of resorts. <laughs> Vidanta at the Vidanta, and uh, they actually need to be um, reunited by a gondola that goes around the property. Yeah, and I guess it, you know when when you want to go somewhere, let's say you wanted to go to uh, Puerto Vallarta, mm-hmm. it, it takes a while because <laughs> oh, yeah, everything. It's a one stop shop. You can do yeah. everything there. They're building an amusement park. I think the tour players really enjoyed the the resort aspect of it because they were able to bring their family and their kids, and you know everyone had something to do during the week. And that's a good deal. I guess that's where the action is, really. Mm-hmm. Because um, we were staying at the uh, the Grand Lux Hotel, and that's got six towers. We're in tower number six, mm-hmm. overlooking the driving range. Yep. And between us and the driving range is the river. And they had uh, two ways of getting across. One over the cart bridge, and the other one was the... Um, they boat had, shuttle. They had the boat shuttles. Mm-hmm. For the players, caddies, and their families, and whoever had the right credentials for that. So they had three basic, we call them par- party boats, right? These mm-hmm. pontoon boats. Yeah, they're really nice. Really nice. Uh, they got brand new brand new boats for the occasion, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we scooted across. We were able to get the boat every day. And right across the way was a beautiful driving range. The conditions were fantastic. Nice putting green, chipping area. And they did a... Um, a really good job at the temporary clubhouse because mm-hmm. the building that's there is the golf academy. Yep. And uh, it's got, you know, it's a relatively small building. So they had to, you know, build something for the players. And man, it was, it it was, was pretty fantastic. Big old building for the clubhouse, the temporary clubhouse. And then from there, you took a cart. Um, it was about the equivalent of two par fours over to the first tee. Yeah. And that were, that's where the Greg Norman course starts from. And, um, you know, just to give you an example, the first tee when we played with, well, we played a, a wonderful pro-am together, Sav and I, yep. and I love the format because they, they give you a, a, a different pro every nine. So yep. we had Austin Cook on the front nine, yep. and we had Bill Haas on the back nine, yep. both wonderful individuals. Yeah, super. Uh, highly recommend you play with either one of them. If you have the chance. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it was pretty funny. Uh, Austin, Austin Cook's got one heck of a sense of humor. He's looking at his yardage book, and he's looking at the first tee, and and uh, it's just water yeah. all the way down the right side. Big lake on the right-hand side. And uh, the fairway is 270-yard carry right out of the gate. Yeah. But at least the prevailing wind is slightly behind you, but... A little crosswind right into the water. Yes. <laughs> I, I didn't see one player in the water all week. No. Um, you know, the pro-am, we saw plenty. Oh, yeah. Uh, every tee <laughs> shot. <laughs> but um, the, the the carry down the left-hand side, it was pretty much it's like playing two par threes. Yeah. So you drove the ball, you know, 275, 280, 
uh, carry. The max was about 300 yards, and the fairways didn't roll that much. So, you know, hit a nice, smooth driver, a little, little power fade down the left-hand side, and you had an easy, easy wedge into the green to start things off. Yeah. Intimidating looking, but very birdieable. Definitely. Yeah, very birdieable. Uh, but the rest was just, wow. The players really enjoyed the layout. Yeah. The conditions, layout was great. The conditions, conditions were, were awesome. fantastic. It was just on the long side. Yeah, they, they we, you know, from what I hear from the caddies, it was basically about 300 yards longer than the average course that they play. And after seeing the length of the holes, like um, four of the par fours were over 500 yards. Yeah. <clears throat> the shorter par four, well, I think the shortest par four was the first hole at 415. Yeah. And, um, and then after that, everything was 460 yards plus. Yeah, and it, I think it wouldn't have been so much of an issue had the wind not been, like, hurting on all of the par fours. <laughs> well, but that's the prevailing wind. Yeah. we had It was the same wind all four days. Yeah. It was very low in the morning, mm-hmm. and then it picked up a gear midday, and then it picked up three gears uh, by the time 1 o'clock rolled around. Yeah, like, there are several pros that – we're going into the par fours second shot with like a the longest iron in their bag, driving or, iron, hybrid or yeah, fairway wood. Yeah, and uh, very rare were those. I mean, Cameron Champ would come with a second shot on a, with a with an iron. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with John Rom. John Rom had his longest iron in there, mm-hmm. uh, but it was it was really cool to see that even John Rom and and Tony Finau right out of the gate. Um, one of the shots we saw them hit on 16, which is 505, straight into the prevailing wind. Yeah. And they both had a 230-yard shot going into the green. Mm-hmm. And you rarely see that But also, like, the green that they were hitting into was insane. Not easy. Like, elevated green, very well, undulated. It drops off on all sides. Well, that... What I'm thinking is that it's a it's normally a par five mm-hmm. for the rest of the gang, right? And uh, they they just turned it into uh, a long par four, so it is yeah, a par be. seventy-one, I believe. Yeah, it was <laughs> for the weekend. Yeah, it had a seventy-one. So I think sixteen is uh, may or usually, may not be a five. Yes, exactly. <laughs> a par five, but it, it does look like the the green that you would normally have for a wedge. You know, they they would yeah. tuck a few pins there, and you would yeah. you know if you're hitting wedge into that green, you're fine. Oh, for sure. Hybrids and two irons and uh, and fairway woods, not, not so much. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then seventeen was uh, was a treat. Two hundred and thirty yards into the wind. Yep. Um, what was really cool was to see the majority of the players with uh, a GC quad. Oh yeah, in their the, practice rounds and on the range. The GC quad, I think, has really become an instrumental machine in the sense that. You know, especially on 17, mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, during the practice round, we saw John Rahm, Tony Finau, and uh, Wesley Bryan. Mm-hmm. And uh, Wesley had his uh, GC quad, and he nutted his shot. And uh, it said 240 on the machine, mm-hmm. and uh, he was about 18 yards short. Right. Right? Straight into the wind. Straight into the wind. <laughs> yeah. So it really painted a, a, a nice picture as to what club. I mean, that was a solid two-and-a-half club wind. Mm-hmm. And when it's all over water, 
you know, and, and basically I'm sure that front bunker saved a lot of players. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, um, you know, like number eight was another hole that was just number eight. Oh, eight. No. Has Cameron Champ's number. Eight and four was crazy too. Four, yeah. Four is a long, long par four. So, yeah, 520. Yeah. 520 into the wind, mm-hmm. par four. I mean, man, that was that was not a it was an a, easy task. It was a long player's course for sure. And I think half the par fives, I mean, two-thirds of the par fives were... Um, 600 yards or Yeah, 600-yard mm-hmm. plus. There was um, one hole on 15 when we were following Tony, Rom, and uh, Wesley. Wesley, yeah. Uh, it was like a... It was down downwind yes. every day shorter par four for sure 460 <laughs> yeah the sh- on the shorter end for them that's right that day um but he pulled out tony Fino pulled out the uh, gc quad on that second shot because yep. there's so much wind in the back that you kind of had to like figure out distance wise i think right. that really helped that's dial right. in the distance on that one and that green was holding pretty well i mean they were coming down they were because what happens when you hit low in a tailwind the the wind doesn't doesn't affect, affect it. it right so it tends to fly about the same distance and so they were coming in with low darts in there and then the greens were holding really nicely even the guys who were hitting out of the rough yeah were still able to hold the green fine because the rough was down it wasn't really it wasn't no. really much you, yeah you could rough, you could hit you know? fairway wood out of that rough no problem it's just yeah. around some of the fairway bunkers it was really wiry yeah yeah like on the tops like yeah, there was a couple times where we if, walked on on the top edge of the bunkers, and it was fluffy. Yeah, <laughs> well, it, the, the the fairways were very generous. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the pro am when we played the the pro am, I really enjoyed that golf course because mm-hmm. I, I hit a lot of fairways. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you carried the go- the gosh darn team. Um, there were several drives that you hit were like two ninety to three ten, yeah. and uh, and it was nice to see uh, on those you know those red tees. I was like, you sure you want me to play from here? <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Uh, they had uh, many, many of the men who, who played off the white tees could have, uh, you could have easily traded places with you, let's just say. Yep. So that was the pro-am. Uh, the afternoon was great because Bill is a, just a, a wonderful individual. Yeah. We ran out of time. <clears throat> we uh, we were able to finish 16 and we we missed out on 17 and 18 because yeah, of darkness. Yeah, we ran out of daylight. It was a it was a very popular pro am. Yeah, it was a very good turnout. I would say, and then uh, they had the party for the uh, the after party started yeah. at eight p.m. and we got off the golf course at eight thirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were a little late, but the the, uh, the party went like all night long, kind of thing. So yeah. they had lots of food and drinks, and it was band on the, the beach. beach. Yeah, yeah, big stage set up. Like it was really well done. Extremely well done. And, yep. the, and the beach is expansive over there. It's massive. Yeah, they can you do all kinds of horseback riding and yeah, uh, dune buggying. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty significant beach. There's lots to do. I'm I'm sad we didn't get to go to the other side of the resort. No, we didn't have time. I know we literally didn't have time. <laughs> it was nuts. Yeah. I mean, uh, Thursday uh, at the beginning of the day, we we went and followed uh, Bill around. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Actually, save them a shot, right? <laughs> we at one point uh, he was on number six, 
And uh, yeah. he had blocked his tear. The, the wind was very violent from left Ooh, to right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he blocked this shot. The wind got it, mm-hmm. hit the cart path, and bounced up into the palm trees. And just stayed in the palm And stayed tree. in the palm trees. So we're frantically looking for his ball. Yeah. And then I spot his ball. <laughs> and I said, there's a ball right there. And he looks under the tree and saw the mark on his ball. Yeah. Brings the ref in and say, yep. And he was able to recognize the mark on the ball. Yeah. So he was able to drop under the palm tree. Yep. And we saved him a shot. And he made the cut by a shot. Yeah. So, Bill, <laughs> uh, you owe me dinner, buddy. <laughs> I accept. I accept the dinner invitation. Yeah. Both Bill and his caddy, Sean, were super nice. Super nice. And then we were able to meet uh, Sean's girlfriend. Yeah, walked around. Pandora. Yeah. Very Just super a terrific nice. bunch. Yeah. And um, so after that, um, after that evening, uh, the following day, well, after after that, uh, we went and played mm-hmm. the following day off off site. Went to uh, Vista Vallarta at the Jack Nicholas course. We didn't get the chance to play um, the Tom Weisskopf course the next day. Yeah, but the guy said that the Nicholas course is better, anyways. Yeah, it was in it was in pretty good shape. Yeah, the, the layout was the layout was very really, interesting. It was impressive. I really enjoyed it. Um, and then the, the weekend, if, if, if ever, uh, anybody asks you uh, to be a, um, honorary observer. Yeah. I mean, you may, you may or may not want to, I think it's good for like one experience. Yeah. Cause I'm sure a lot of people would love it. Yes. But they had like very strict rules in terms of like how close you could be and stuff like that. So often we didn't really get to see. A lot of what we could have seen had right. we just been like a regular. Well, that's it. When they say uh, you have to stay spectator. sixty yards back, I'm going. Mm, I'm, I'm not, not sure I want to sign up for this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, but it was it was really <laughs> neat, like being inside the ropes with them. Yes, especially for like a, you know, John Rom and Cameron Champ group. That yes, was, it was like a good experience. I don't think I would do it again. Inside the well, ropes, that's it. Well, now now we know what it's like, and it was uh, it was prob- okay. It would probably be better on a different course because there was um, like a lot of the greens were elevated. So if you were standing sixty yards away in a lower spot, couldn't you couldn't anything. really see anything. So right. if it was like a flat course with you know no a stadium cr- course, yeah, <clears throat> then it would have been like a a really cool experience. But I mean, I so. At the at the beginning of the week, mm. after we saw a lot of the holes, you and I went out and walked the, the Monday. Uh, it was nobody there on Monday. No, because I mean everyone's coming in from a previous tournament, who, probably. Who did I predict? The Cameron th- Champ. The three I predicted were going to be there at the end. Tony, Cameron, and uh, John Rome, obviously. There we go. And those were the the ones at the top. Those were the those are the ones standing there. Well, yeah. Kitayama was impressive. Yeah, I didn't know he was that long. Kurt. For a small guy, he produced Man, a lot of power. He was keeping up with both John and Absolutely. Cameron, the in- and sometimes outdriving was, them. Well, yeah, he was in the middle of of both of them. Yeah, that's good for him because he got uh, competitive juices going. Right, like being around those top guys, it's like his best came out. He's like time. sneaky long. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Like every time he hit a tee shot, and we walk up to where their balls are, like they're all all together. Yeah, yeah. on every hole. Yeah. Well, Cameron kind of opened it up on a couple. Yeah, of them. on a couple of them. But what was really cool was obviously everybody knows that Cameron has like a ton in the tank. Yeah, he's got a lot of speed reserve. Yeah, sure. but the way he was able to like control his distance off the tee 
to suit the course and to suit the shots going into the green were like it was very impressive. Notice during the practice, it, it looked like he was swinging one out of ten effort. Literally, he was so relaxed. It it is. I mean, that is the prime example of how you want to practice. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another one that I, I was really impressed with during yeah. practice was uh, Afi Barnrat. Yeah. Yeah. He is a sniper. He is an assassin. That's bugger. Super <laughs> accurate. Unbelievable. Yeah. He was peppering the flag. I literally, he hit uh, a bunch of gap wedges, I would say, at 130 yards. And he's got a nice upright swing. He's mm-hmm. got those low hands, high hand, low hands that address high hands in the backswing. Yeah. Beautiful set of the wrist, one of the best grips out there, and um, long fluid swing. Mm-hmm. And uh, he must have hit ten shots inside two feet in a row. Wow. Yeah, it, it was, was nuts. It was bananas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And I don't know what because we didn't follow him on the golf course. I don't know why he wasn't able to put it together. But the way he was hitting it on the range, mm-hmm. you'd, yeah. you'd have thunk he was hitting it like he would have shot sixty two. <laughs> Literally. It was like I was yeah. impressed. And speaking of grips, literally 99%, maybe 95% of the guys that we saw this apart weekend. From, apart from Ram and, and Finau, that's all. Had strong grips. Strong to very strong. Yeah. And I was like, what is people's issue when they see <laughs> my grip? Like, <laughs> just go walk a PGA Tour event and yes. you'll see 90% of them have a strong grip. That's right. So everybody... Get off my back, okay? <laughs> it's not everybody. Not everybody, but know. the people who yeah, yeah, comment yeah. on it. Yeah. They don't just, know. You know, it's Relax. like every time we put out a video for Sav, like, what, what's up with that grip? Yeah. yeah How, don't teaching, you think she's going to snap hook everything? That? You're teaching your daughter that grip? <laughs> yeah. well, it's just like. Uh, I said, yeah. Oh, oh, by the way. What? You know, Sav and Moo are going to Mesquite next week. Mm-hmm. And Sav's, uh, we just received her 48-inch shaft oh so we're announcing that i'm going to pro long drive yeah you are we don't expect you to you know we don't expect you to win obviously because just based on my size i just 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 want you to have fun in a competitive environment Mm -hmm. so to get those competitive juices going yeah but that 48 inch shaft today you really surprised me yeah it surprised me too i surprised myself (laughs) she she had a pb of 317 yards yeah on the gc quad Mm -hmm. right and uh, 100, and, what was your top speed? 108? 107. 107. Yeah. And, you know, the numbers were amazing. I it mean, it took me a second to get used to the shaft, but once I kind of got a feel for it, it felt great. Yeah, you look like an athlete. You look, it. You look yeah. really solid with it. So I think you're going to have a lot of fun. If people think that a regular size shaft looks long on me, they're going to think that this thing is the size of my body. Because <laughs> sometimes I've gotten comments where people are like, What's the um, length on that shaft? What's the length on that shaft? Like, you need a shorter driver and like all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, No, I'm just 5'5 five five with a 45 degree shaft, a uh, 45 inch shaft. So mm-hmm. it's going to look a little long regardless because I'm short. People just don't well, get it. You know, you're, you're a little bit above average. Yeah. For, you know, for a gal. But in comparison to, like, body height compared yeah. to shaft length. Yep. Yeah, it's going to look a little strange. I'm not six foot. Well, yeah. it really looked good. And yeah. if, um, did you post uh, the swing yet that I, that I, I posted on your story? On my story? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So go to my Instagram and uh, go to my story. Mm-hmm. 
and you'll see Sav with a 48-inch shaft hitting at 317 yards. Yeah. How about them apples? Crazy. Yeah. It was fun. And Moo, where are you at now? Um, oh, you hit a 420 drive today. Yeah, I did. <laughs> after he no. looked at, with like a 209 ball speed. Yeah. No. Insane. I turned my head for two seconds, and Moo lets one rip, and then he goes, let's go. And he's like staring <laughs> at the screen down, and I was like, why did I just miss that? Yeah, so I've been, uh, since last week you guys were gone, I was really working on uh, power stuff in the gym. Yep. Just changing things up, my routine, and um I found like doing uh, box jumps, sled work, like obviously uh, dynamic stuff that are athletic or, you know, that are challenging in different manners uh, were helping me initiate the right uh, um, fast switch muscles. Yes. So now it's starting to translate a bit. More, more plyometrics? Yeah, a lot more plyometrics, a lot of full body stuff, uh, a lot of uh, powerlifting stuff. So like stuff like Riley does, but I do like hand cleans and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so then uh, last week I was, you know, getting up to 150 and then I was Whoa. shot. I was shot. Mm-hmm. Like my body, my CNS was shot. So I had to recover. So this week I'll start it again. Uh, took me a lot less time to get to the 145 mark. Okay. Yeah, within like five swings, you're already at like 200 ball speed. Yeah. And 200 ball speed's getting easier to produce. In, uh, <laughs> crazy five and swings in and he's like oh yeah that's pretty good yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 200 ball speed well, I, yeah I'm, I'm finally getting back to 114 <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but yeah, yeah the uh and uh 159 ball yeah. speed hey, 160 no. ball speed yeah oh also we all got the chance to try our la golf shafts too they they are spectacular um and all three of us yeah. yeah, it's like I try it for the and the first five golf balls mm-hmm. nutted in the center of the club face. Yeah. yeah, I really can't wait to see how they perform on the golf course and where I our, think, our course is opening up next week. Yeah, but the coolest part Knock about the shafts is that they're so good that like we didn't even try them before we got them. Like they just work right out of the gate. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah. And, yeah, we're grateful for the team that sent us. They gave us recommendations to which mm-hmm. ones we fit best for our yeah. anatomy and and we're able to get right there, there's something in the water over there yeah uh, agree like freaking good yeah. Yeah. yeah i got the a series in the number three which is like a stiff reg yeah yeah um a high performing regular flex yeah super nice you got mm. the uh the, the four the bryson series 75 grams at uh four at a four yeah, and I and I went I went down. So I'm you know because I'm my forty five inch driver is not n- not faster than my three wood. Three wood. Mm. Um, I'm just going forty four inches from now on. So I'm getting a seventy five gram shaft, cutting it down, and I'm getting one hundred and fourteen miles an hour. Piece of cake. Yeah, and uh, so I'm back to but the accuracy is far better. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, I noticed uh, um, at at the pro am and and the following day, I was uh, I was very very pleased with the fairways I was hitting and and you know they, how accurate it was. That's yep. good. So I'm very 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 pleased. On then, sixteen, the final, yeah. the fi- I even surprised Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Ooh, that was sneaky long there." Right? <laughs> yeah. So that was uh, that was that was a solid two ninety into the wind I hit there. Yeah. And then yeah. Moo got the Bryson series as well. Yeah, it's sixty grams, but 
the stiffness of a six, which is mm-hmm. stiffest it can the be. Stiffest, yeah. yeah, but yours is forty eight inches. Yeah, it's exactly. like four inches longer than mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you, so you kind of need that sixty gram. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm sure that that eighty gram shaft at forty eight inches is just going to be way too sloppy. Right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. As yeah. I, I tried it, and you're right away, it's like, wow. It's very Even, stable, right? Yeah. Very stable. Yeah. Very very easy to swing, and uh, it it actually felt like a, a shorter golf shaft. Yeah, I even cool. swung it, yeah, and I liked it. Yeah. yeah. That's, so we definitely will be reaching really out to cool. them again. Trying to absolutely. Absolutely. Like, I'd love to... We're gonna, we're gonna put them to the to to a really solid test. We'll keep we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, I'd love to help uh, female side. Maybe grow the female side. For sure, for yeah. long drive. Well, in, for in general, with yeah. like the LA golf. Oh yeah, and stuff yeah. Like that. absolutely, Sav. I mean, it'll be so much fun to to watch you in the long drive. I can't wait. <laughs> I really can't wait. Hopefully, my nerves won't get the best of me, but nah, uh, we'll nah, try and have if, some fun. If uh, <laughs> you see. It's a little different when you got the nerves and you have to do a flop shot or over a bunker with a tight pin and then you got to right. sink your pot and it's mm-hmm. it's all about the score. You go, ah, I'm just going to swing harder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's uh, the crowd there should be really good because it's like the Omeka of, uh, of long drive. And, it's a great uh, first yeah. event for me. Love yeah. that. Well, <laughs> One of the, that's a good way to well, start. Sam, think, you yeah. know, the reason why I also, because I mean, I caddied for you in a couple of events last year. Mm-hmm. And under pressure, your best club is driver. Yeah. Like you nutted and threaded a lot of very tight drives down some very tight fairways. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that I would have never taken a driver on. And, mm-hmm. and you just split the fairway. Yeah, because so. I was more comfortable with the driver than anything else off the tee. Uh, that's why I think that long drive competition is going to suit you. Yeah. yeah. I got to yep. just, uh, I got to register now. Yes. Make the commitment. Let's go. Officially. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, final day, of course, um, we were following John and Cam Champ. And um, to me, the difference between a Bill Haas and a Cam Champ and John Rahm would be, you know, we noticed that John made slightly less worse misses. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's a couple more putts and a couple of more shots in play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. Because, I mean, um, final day, and in Cam Champ, Again, you know, had a really rough time the previous day on hole number eight, then bounced back, then had two bogeys coming down the stretch on 15 and 16 where he short-sided himself. Mm-hmm. And and we were there, and I was very surprised because, I mean, the pins were really tucked, and all we needed to do was stay in the center of the green. Yeah. And um, because you, you short-side yourself on the wrong side of those pins, and it's it's over, right? right? It's, yeah, it's, it's really, really difficult. really, really mm-hmm. tricky. Um, and Greg Norman did an amazing job to me as far as his design around the greens. Very fair, but you just have to put the ball in the right place. Right. And uh, final day, uh, that hole number eight, which is a, a huge par four into the wind, dogleg right. With water down the entire right side. Yeah, but it, it's just, it suits the eye so nice. Mm-hmm. And there's this red stake in the middle of the fairway that you want to stay just left of and faded back toward the bunker in the distance, which was 320 uphill into the wind. There's no way you could hit that. Mm-hmm. 
Just keep it on that bunker, and you are all set. And Cam blocks it to the right of that, and, uh, you know, the, just the ball was hanging on by the skin of his teeth, and then it just hit the, uh, the, the, the side of where, it, I mean, it really sloped down toward the water. Super. <laughs> and so he was very stressed out because they, they couldn't find his ball at first, and then mm-hmm. finally they found the ball, which is, was half in the water. Mm-hmm. So he went out there and had to hack it out of that lie, and then the, the ball was full of mud. Yeah. yeah. Sec, you know, his third shot was like it flew like a mad seagull. <laughs> yeah. It was awful. The yeah, flight. I, I mean, there's so much mud on that ball. Yeah. You just don't want to hit it. Because yeah. you got, you know, OB left, you got water right, and you're just, you know, putting your hands together in a prayer. Mm-hmm. And he hits it left of the green. He's got this down slope over a bunker with a pin right up against the bunker. The pin was right up front. Yeah. He had to chip twice. Damn. And oh. then, and then. The second time he chipped, I mean, the ball ended up like maybe six feet, you know, kind of below the hole, a little bit of a breaking pot, and he missed the pot and was just, hard. it was hard. I mean, I felt so bad for him, Yeah. but then he came back almost birdied nine, yep. mm-hmm. so he had a really good bounce back par, Okay. and then nutted his oh, drive on 10. Oh my gosh. That that ten, the tenth drive had pepper on it. Yeah, yeah he, he, he got was like frustration out on that. He was one. definitely about forty yards ahead of Ram and Kitayama. Kitayama, I think he hit it in the water. Yeah, okay. I think he took a drop on that. That that was two times. That, but he made his. Uh, he almost made bogey. He made bogey, but he almost sunk. Yeah. He lipped. He uh, lipped out from like forty feet putt. Right. Mm-hmm. He had like to hit was, a fairway wood yeah. on his third shot. I okay. mean, he. And John almost. Rahm almost made, he had a really tough up and down from the left rough. Made mm-hmm. bogey. Yeah, that that's so t- number ten was the the toughest hole of the tournament. And um and you know, Cam Champ parred it. It got up and down for par. He had hit it, it over the back easily, of the green. It could have easily been a birdie had he just picked the right club on the second shot. Yeah, well he kinda again attacked the back left pin. Yeah. He was a little left of the pin. And yeah, a little over the, the back, back and, and, and uh, he he got he made a, a nice putt from the fringe there for par. Yeah, because he kind of duffed the chip a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it was a difficult chip mm-hmm. for sure. So it was really hard for him to recover from that triple bogey on number eight, mm-hmm. and that was the difference. I yeah. mean, you know, just one drop shot, one bad focus, mm-hmm. and I knew I knew it was focus because I mean he had so many good shots. I mean, there's no question about his talent or his like mm-hmm. capability. No. Yeah, he yep. didn't stay with that shot. Yeah, it was fun to see the low flighted shots that he. His he ball hits. flights are oh, crazy dude. Yeah. good. This number six, yeah. I'll never forget that shot. He hit gorgeous drive. Everybody hit the fairway on number six. Yeah, and uh, it's par five, downwind, crosswind, mm-hmm. and uh, the pin was up front, and on the se- and it was six hundred yards. Another six hundred yard par five. <laughs> he hits yeah. iron on his second shot. Yeah, yeah he hits this three iron. Yeah. That, oh, that was so cool. That three iron went the height of the um, the, uh, of the, the pin. tree. The, well, I would Almost. say maybe tw- di- double the pin. Double the height of the pin. This low bullet, mm-hmm. and that nestled up maybe 15 feet from the flag. Yeah. I'd never seen an iron, a, a low iron hit that way in mm-hmm. my life. It was Damn. sick. That was the most impressive long iron I've ever seen. And then on four, we, so 
three and four. The green at three is pretty far from the tee box of four. So you have to walk all the way back yeah. to the tee box. So we like crouched down yeah. at the end of the tee boxes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We were at the and front of that tee box. He hit his driver. The sound yeah. that the ball made going through the air past us, yeah. over and past us, yeah. was like, it sounded was, like a jet. It, it went, well, it had a lot more fizz than yeah. Rom's and, and Kitayama's. Kitayama's had a medium fizz. Yeah. Rom was medium strong, mm-hmm. and Cam Champ just like extra strong. You knew who was coming through the fairway. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was it was unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. It was really cool. Yeah. I'm going to try the Strixon balls to see, <laughs> see what's going on. Well, you know, I, I, I have no worries for you, Moo. <laughs> okay. No worries for you at I'm all. I'm pretty sure if you were hitting the same thing. Uh, I, I would I would stick with the, the Callaway LS. LS, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, you need low spin, but Yeah, that's fair. Without a doubt. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, that's cool. And yeah. one of the things that I notice a lot of the players do, especially in the wind, of when they tee it low. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And play it like a fairway would. They tee it low with the driver. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want everybody to go check out How to Hit Your Driver for Accuracy, Sean Clement, on YouTube. And that is exactly how 80% of the players were hitting that driver. Yeah, I saw a lot of them teeing it low out there. Yeah, yeah. Finau, mm-hmm. Champ, Kitayama. I mean, the list is endless. Yeah. So uh, that's and that's that's how they keep the driver in play. True. So... Um, you know, yeah, you want to optimize your numbers and, you know, you can, if you want to hit, but if you, if you've got plenty of club speed and you want to keep the driver in play, you tee it in a way that the center of the ball is at the center of the club face, then just use the ground as a training aid, stay low along the ground and back in the backswing and follow through. And, and the ball just comes out low spin, but low trajectory. And, and you just hit it down the, Hit it down the alley, no problem, all day. Yeah. Less tilt, you'd say? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. less tilt. Okay. And uh, it's just, just like, uh, well, I mean, I have the same amount of tilt that I normally would with a fairway would with a driver. Okay. Even when I, it's just the height of the tee and the ball position. Okay, okay. Right? Because at one point, you just can't tilt anymore without losing your balance. Okay. Yeah. Right? Ball position slightly inside? Yeah, the, the basically the, the club in the center, the center of the club in the center of the stance, and the ball forward of that. So basically the ball would be between center and lead heel. Mm. So just inside lead lead heel. Okay, definitely right. So you, you're basically hitting the driver just like a fairway would. Okay. So that is uh, the, the tip of the day. <laughs> so um, apart from that, Sav, what else is going on? I think we covered everything for right now. That was... Um, a really cool, a really cool gig. And we, yeah. we, we had the chance to uh, sorry about that to check out. There was a a, a really cool Rolex evening, mm-hmm. a sunset cruise that we were able to participate in. Yes, thanks to our wonderful sponsors at Grupo Salinas. Yes, thank you for everything. Thank you for an incredible week, you guys. Um, you know, Rolando and Jorge, dudes, you guys put mm-hmm. on a first class show. And, uh, you know, they're going to have the event there for the next two years. Yep. And the booth, the, um, the booth or the, 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 the VIP box, uh, box, the hospitality tent at 18 was just amazing. Yeah. We were right there. I mean, you'll see it in, in the video. We just put out a video today 
on um, so you'll you'll you know if you go to our latest video on YouTube, um, I talk about how to create more, better width in your swing, like John Rom, and we do a full analysis of John Rom's swing. And there's a few things in there that not not too many people really get. Uh, you'll see a lot of pros shallow out the swing in the downswing, whereas Rom shallows in the backswing. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then Sergio is the same way. So we just figured out what makes the the laid off players tick, yeah. which is really cool. So they're actually shallowing out in the backswing in preparation to the downswing, mm-hmm. which is really cool. So it again, it all relates to getting ready to deliver in the direction of the target. Exactly. And so the downswing responds to the mental picture that you have of that flight plan mm-hmm. that you want to send in the direction of the target. Yeah. Yep. So um, we have a wonderful video on John Rahm. And right after that, if you stick with the video... You'll see Sav and I, um, I'm explaining the last five holes from the 14th hole all the way in, you know, shot by shot. And we're, we're following Ram and, uh, and Tony Finau in the practice round. And you'll see them and we're right up close. We got, we got the cameras right on them. <laughs> and yeah. um, you'll really appreciate um, the strategy that when, you know, what we talk about on how to, how to attack those final five holes mm-hmm. And what to look for, and and what's a go pin, what what's not a go pin, uh, what what's the best strategy for each hole. So you'll uh, you'll really get a good uh, a good gleam out of that one. Yep. So with that, we wish everybody an amazing week, and uh, looking forward to uh, seeing y'all again the following next week. All the best. All the best. Take care.